Time to see what's on the shelf. What's the most recent entry on Rick's reading list? It is a book by Michael Lindley, L-I-N-D-L-E-Y, Lies We Never See, which really is a story, and I'm seeing this more and more as far as current literature. I'm seeing more and more often these almost parallel stories. But in this case, it's not two things that are going on at the same time. These are two things that are going on 150 years apart. The thing that this story has in common is a home on Polly's Island outside Charleston, South Carolina. Michael Lindley's book, Lies We Never See, is a little bit different, and and I'm not even sure where I found this one or who it was that suggested that I read it, but it is a mystery, and so it's purely a work of fiction. But what I really liked about it was the fact that it takes the story from current day of a woman named Hannah Walsh who finds out that her husband, Ben, had been murdered on the streets of Charleston. But it was more than that heartbreak for her because her husband also had been involved in some nefarious dealings. He had been doing some things, investing their money, taking their money, and losing a lot of it. A questionable deal where the attorney had been working with some people in South Florida on a real estate deal that went south. And when he ended up dead, the reality was that Hannah was about to lose not only the family home in Charleston, but on top of that, her family's home on Polly's Island that had been in her family since the Civil War. So that's one part of the story. And there was all of those lies, all of that deceit, all of those issues going on. But there was more to it than that. Because Hannah finds in the attic of the home when she is clearing it out, absolutely certain that she has no choice but to sell the home because of what her husband has done and the obligations that she must pay. The only way that's going to happen is if she sells her beloved home there on Polly's. She finds in, in the attic a diary of another woman that is ultimately family for her, a woman by the name of Amanda Paltier Atwell. And Amanda is someone who had also lived in that house and was certain that she was going to lose the home right after the Civil War. Now, you see, Amanda had been married to a man who had gone off to war. And in going off to war and fighting for the Confederacy, had been sent to Texas. And the issue for him was that even though, and this is a true um, part of history, even though the Civil War had been declared over and the truce had been signed, there still were some in Texas 
Texas that didn't know that it was over, and her husband was killed a couple weeks after the Civil War supposedly was over. So there were lies and there were issues and there was cover-up and all kinds of things that were going on there. And someone comes from Texas to talk to her, but he's not necessarily giving her the truth as well. So it looks like she ultimately is going to lose the home that had been in her family that she and her husband had been living in because her husband was dead, that after the Civil War, the South obviously had been devastated. There weren't necessarily people to work the the rice farm or the plantation that then they turned into doing other crops, but ultimately there just weren't enough people to work the property and to do the work, and she wasn't able to do it herself. So it takes these two stories, side-by-side tales, one of Hannah Walsh, modern-day Charleston, about to lose the house, and one from right after the Civil War, where Amanda Atwell is also about to lose the house and to lose the farm and both of them find that there had been lies that had been told to them that they did not realize were not the truth and as a result were going to cost them things that they had very much treasured for a very long time it's an interesting history it's also an interesting way that you're looking at sort of a murder mystery you're never exactly figuring out who was involved and why the people were jumping into this all for fast money or for something else but It was a story that, well, it wasn't one of those books that I would say I would rush right out and put on my top 10 that I have read in the last year. It certainly was very good when it comes to description and detail of those parallel plots about the woman that were generations apart, all trying to protect and all trying to keep the same piece of property. Interesting, yes, Good, yes, great. No, I wouldn't say it was, but was it entertaining? Yes, it was. And it was a story that gives you sweeping descriptions of the Old South and then going back and forth to the present day, keeping it interesting enough to keep my attention. Check it out. If you're looking for something a little bit different, Lies We Never See by Michael Lindley. And that's this week's edition and this week's addition to Rick's Reading List.